you know, I want to remind white folks that y'all were running, running from us. <laughs> Welcome back to the Maroon Weekly. It is sixth week, Monday, November 4th, and as always, I'm Isaac. I'm Austin. And we have a lot of interesting stories for you guys today, so we'll just jump right on into it. Austin, you've got something about uh, when Obama came to speak, right? Yeah, so the Obamas were back in town this past week. The Obama Foundation was hosting a summit. Uh, last year at the summit, they avoided all, all discussions of the Obama Presidential Center, namely because of the issues getting it through local politics and the CBA issue, which is still ongoing. Um, but this year, the entire event centered around it, and there were some important discussions that came up. What were some of these uh, important discussions? So I guess um, Mrs. Obama spoke with her brother Craig, and they kind of chronicled their time, their upbringing in the South Side as kids. Yeah. That as families like ours, upstanding families like ours, you know, who were doing everything we were supposed to do and better, um, as we moved in, uh, white folks moved out because they were afraid of what our families represented. And I always stop there when I talk about this out, out in the world because you know, I wanna remind white folks that y'all were running, running from us. <laughs> you know, because this family. This family. Yeah. <laughs> this family <laughs> with all the values that you read about. Yeah. You were running from us and you're still running <laughs> because we're no different than the immigrant families that are moving in, the families in Pilsen, the, the, the families that are coming from other places to try to do better. But because we can so easily wash over who we really were because of the color of our skin, you know, because of the, the texture of our hair, you know, that's what divides countries. They also discussed the location in Jackson Park for the Presidential Center and mentioned how Jackson Park is not a park where many people congregate. It was, even though they lived a couple miles from the park um, growing up, they never went there, and that their hope for the Presidential Center is to make this a active place, um, a lively place for the whole community. President Obama also made headlines at the summit for denouncing what he called cancel culture um, and general armchair activism, as he puts it. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or use the word wrong verb or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because man you see how woke I was I called you out <laughs> let me get on TV watch my show watch Gronish um, you know that's not that's not activism that, that's not bringing about change you know, if, 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 if all you're doing is casting stones, uh, you know, you're, you're probably not going to get that far. Isaac, I think there were some other famous people on campus this previous week, correct? Right. So former FBI Director James Comey discussed ethical leadership in the Trump administration at the University of Chicago Law School on Tuesday. Comey was appointed by former President Barack Obama as the seventh, FD, as the seventh FBI Director in 2013. In 2017, President Donald Trump fired Comey amid criminal investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. And he opened his, uh, his talk with the definition of ethical leadership. He defined it as, um, he defined it by saying, to be a leader is to be both kind and tough, both confident and humble. And according to Comey, 
the key to being both kind and tough is to try to build an environment where people know that the standards are high and that they are loved. Reflecting on his interactions with different presidents, Comey said that President Obama was the best leader he knew. He said that when he visited Obama in the Oval Office, he would always sit in the soft chairs instead of behind his desk. He would open his posture and be silent for five to ten minutes while you spoke. So how, how did Comey say that compared to uh, President Trump's demeanor? He said that speaking with President Trump is an entirely opposite experience and referred to him as deeply insecure. Comey expressed his concerns regarding the disregard for truth in the Trump administration, calling truth the touchstone of America. However, he did note that previous presidents, George W. Bush and Barack Obama, also spoke falsely. Bush claimed that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and Obama said that people would be able to keep their doctors under the Affordable Care Act, but both were held accountable by the public. Comey said that there's a danger today that there's so much lying going on, especially from our president, that we will become numb to the touchstone being washed away like a sandcastle at the beach. Comey thinks, in response to the Trump presidency, that both the entire Congress and all of the courts are being energized, and that hasn't happened in a couple of decades, and he concluded his speech by encouraging law students to participate in different leadership roles. He said that law students are uniquely suited to become ethical leaders, because this is a profession that is internalized with the notion that the rule of law matters and the truth is a real thing. In other news, the university uh, quietly not really announced a change of the honor system. So this was posted to the course catalog page, I believe. The university made no official announcement, but they've reworked how Dean's List operates as well as adding in Latin honors. So what honors have been added? So Dean's List still exists, uh, but they tweaked the requirements for Dean's List. They added a Hutchins Scholars Award that will be awarded after one second year. Um, that's designed to kind of award those who have been or who have excelled greatly at both their like core classes and their introductory major classes. Um, and that will be awarded to top 10% of second years within each class. And then uh, the Latin honors which have been added are cum laude, uh, magna cum laude, and summa cum laude. So the way the honor system works now is it's based off a rolling five-year average of all graduates of your major. Um, and then from there, they look at the top 25% of those GPAs, and those are awarded cum laude. Magna cum laude is top 15%, uh, and summa cum laude is 8%. Dean's list as well is changed to 20% uh, of each major based off that rolling average, as opposed to the old GPA cutoff of 3.5%. 2, 3.3, I believe, somewhere in there. This definitely wasn't met without a lot of criticism from the campus. Uh, I think many members of campus feel that maybe the university's priorities shouldn't be on, you know, making the undergraduate education here feel any more competitive, make people feel any more stressed, and maybe the university should be focusing their efforts on increasing support structures. And finally, the Major Activity Board announced their headline for the fall show on Saturday, November 16th. According to the group on Monday, Megan Thee Stallion, known for her hit song Hot Girl Summer, will be headlining the fall show. So uh, where, when is it, and how can I get tickets? So the show will be held at 8 p.m. in Mandel Hall, with tickets being sold online starting November 2nd. Tickets are $10 for students and $15 for staff members, and doors will open at 7 o'clock. And according to MAB, the first 250 people in attendance will be granted access to the pit, while other ticket holders will receive seats within Mandel Hall. Are you going to end up going? No. no. Probably not. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I don't know if I'm going yet this year. Last year with Waka Flocka was pretty awesome, though. I do encourage people to go. I just know that that's midterm season for me. So...
Well, that's all we have for you this week. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Music for the weekly is produced in part by Aaron Sinton, Andrew Deeps, and Kenny Cabo Vega. Thank you to the Logan Cage staff for the studio recording area. Catch you guys next week.